Every day, a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward, building wealth faster than most dream possible, almost like they have the Midas touch. On Breakaway Wealth, we'll unlock the secrets to breaking out of the herd, thinking big and building wealth on our own terms. And now let's join our host, the creator of Create Tailwind, and your abundance advocate, Jim Oliver. Welcome back, Breakaway Wealth. I'm your host, Jim Oliver. And with me today, I've got some great guests. And we're just going to kick off 2021 the right way. So welcome, Nick Costco and Harper Jones. Welcome, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Oh, it's going to be a good time. And so, um, you know, every time of the year, I'm always excited at the end of one year and the start of a new year. And I've got pages and I've got big sticky notes and I'm like drawing stuff out and I'm doing mind mapping and I'm like creating this vision of my future. And Nick, you know, we've done a little bit over that of that over the last few weeks. And I, man, I'll tell you what, you've made some big moves in the last few weeks. You don't have to share those here or you can, but, but, <laughs> um, you know, let's talk about some of the things that maybe you've seen or some of the things that, that have, uh, impacted you through that process. Well, I tell you what, if you go back, you know, I always like to say, Hey, if you shoot at nothing, you'll hit it remar with remarkable accuracy every time. But here's the thing. If we go back to a year ago right now, like you and I did this at the end of 2019, we sat down and, and we independently did our goals. We, we talked about them with each other. I wrote down a hundred things on these two big post-it notes that I want to do in my life. All right. And so what did we accomplish in 2020? Well, we accomplished more than frankly, I would have ever thought we would have done. Like, could anyone have predicted 2020? No way. So I think that we always overestimate what we can do in one year and underestimate what we can do in 10 years, right? That Tony Robbins said that. But what I've learned in the exercise that we're going to share with you guys today is that when we paint out what we want to accomplish 10 years from now, it's really clear. Like when you get granular with that, like, you know, we'll talk about um, strategies for goal setting, but to be specific in that, because saying I want to be healthier is too ambiguous. Like define that, like drill down like seven times, like trying to get specific with that. And what you'll find is what you start dreaming will be your life 10 years from now is grossly different than when you started that exercise, even an hour before that. It's quite fascinating. Yeah, you know what I think is interesting too, and I want to hear uh, Harper's perspective on this is, you know, when I was in my 20s and I would write down goals, sometimes I would either be like way over the top and I like that was going to happen in three years, you know, or I would or I would shoot too low. And it was hard for me to visualize a long period of time. But, you know, now that I'm 55 and I start to do the bigger future exercise, you know, I, I think, well, gosh, 20 years seems like it's too far out there. Like I want to let's condense it right now. That's not the right attitude to have. But when you're 24, it seems like you got all the time in the world and when you're 55, you're like, well, 30 years. I mean, I don't know about that, right? <laughs> but, um, but, but I guess it makes you where you need to be. And the emphasis needs to be on staying healthy and everything else. But Harper, talk about maybe like some of the things that you've looked at in setting goals in your 20s and 
you know, just kind of your mindset on timeframes and things. Yeah, yeah, of course. So the way I think about it is I try to not go much further than like three or five years because I think people change and adapt so much that I think you're kind of cutting yourself short by saying something five years away. And I mean, it's great to, you know, have a, some massive goal. Like I know we all have checks in our wallet that we want to cash on a certain date. And I think like, that's fine. This is also kind of personal preference, but I typically also will take it too far the other way where I'm trying to set a goal in three, six, 12 months, and I'm trying to push it too much. But if I would stretch that out to say 24, 36 months, I could hit it and exceed it. I just got to have that consistent action. But Sometimes I try to hit it too quickly or it's too far out. I got to kind of have that happy medium. So my goals would be more like, you know, the 12, 18, 24, 36 month horizon, and then kind of have those, those check-ins and accountability, uh, you know, people to, to reference it. So, you know, um, the, the thing that I think is cool, especially like if you're, you know, starting off in your career and starting off in life is if I were you and I were sitting down with you and, and building this future or like this vision is it's really more than a goal. It's a vision, right? So in 10 years, you know, is Harper married? Does he have kids? You know, like how many kids does he have? Like, like get it in, in 8K. And what I mean by 8K is to my knowledge, 8K is the highest resolution TV you can buy. I mean, I want the detail. I want to see the wrinkles. I want, and I want an HD, right? And you build that vision of, yeah, this is where I want my life to go. Now, most people never do this, by the way. They just never do it. And, and, and you build the vision and then you backfill it with the goals all the way to what are my wins for today, right? Now, that's a lot of work and it's a lot of brain power and it's a lot of things that you got to think about. But when you do that and you say, hey, tomorrow I've got to go run six miles because that's part of the vision or whatever it is, you'll do it. When you got to, you know, um, you know, approach three people that are your ideal customer, you'll do it because you want that vision. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It, it becomes bigger. And, and like to, uh, you actually envision it already happening and it's, you do genuinely manifest reality. You um, do. I don't know if I say that, if I'm saying that right, my brain doesn't get to my mouth very well, but it, you do become what you think about. Like, you know, Earl Nightingale saying that is, it's just ridiculously true. And, and so like when we paint up what 10 years from now looks like, What's going to happen a year from now, Jim and Harper, when we're painting, doing the same exercise? Well, we're going to paint 10 years from the end of 2021. And we're going to do that because we're not stopping. It's going to keep our life is going to keep getting better and better. We are committed to making our, our futures bigger than our past. And um, I think that, you know, Jim, why don't you talk about a little bit your process of going through the the goals, maybe a couple of the, the different departments that you set goals in and a couple of little strategies that you use for doing that. Cause you got some good tips there. Yeah. I mean, the, the things that I do, like I do spiritual goals, relationship goals, and I write them down on a piece of paper and I just, and I just kind of like free think, right. I just write them down separate though. I want like my, my business goals and my personal goals and all these different categories. I don't believe you can have too many categories because what you do is you start to visualize 
or you start to kind of just free form think about all of these things and it starts to form this vision and then the things that are really important when you really say man you know what I can buy into that. I see that. I can see it in 8K. I can see myself sitting there with that. Well, then you got to put it into a plan, right? If you don't have a goal, if you got a goal without a plan, what's that called? <laughs> it's just a slogan. That's right. Dan Sullivan says a goal without a plan is a slogan. So what I do is I got to figure out are the goals that are in my head because I, you know, everything that's in my head doesn't typically uh, you know, manifest itself in my life. There's a lot of thoughts that go through my head in a day that I might write down, but then I think, you know what? No, no, that's not that important or that's not a goal that I have. But then I put it into Dan Sullivan's tool from Strategic Coach, a strategy circle. And the strategy circle says, okay, what do you want? What does it look like if you get it? What are the obstacles in your way? What are the strategies that you can come up with to eliminate those obstacles and then really important part, an action plan. Who's going to do it? When's it going to happen? Everything else. Now, if you can't take your goals and put them into a, some kind of filter and then some kind of plan, and if, if you can't get to a plan to do it, then, then that's not a goal that's really meaningful, right? I mean, um, no. I, mean I know we talk, we incorporate... My, my spouse knows of my goals. There's on my goal sheet is things about my family, about my, my, uh, spirituality, uh, my faith, um, personal business. Like we talk all the time. We're always, we're practicing what we preach. I mean, I got, by the end of January, we have to get one business opened that, that we've started. We've got to get, uh, the expansion plan established for that business. And we're going to evaluate two more deals. And, and uh, my coach asked me, she said, hey, what do you mean evaluate? That sounded nebulous to her. And I said, no, no, that, that's me sitting down and it, I, it may take me five minutes or 15 minutes to go, do I want to place money with this or not? It's a check, yes or no. And that's on the January goals. So when, when we write some down, I mean, Dan Sullivan said this, there's actually this, there is a, a, some sort of thing happens in your neurological system when you use pen to paper. Yep just putting a pen in your hand, like typing this stuff out is just different. I mean, uh, what we talked the other day, the various methods that we use to write down task lists. Yeah. I, I have like 12 receipts from various task apps to prove that none of them work. They, they wouldn't do the task for me, but that's because I was typing it in, I, I believe. But now, you know, you put this stuff in like a bullet journal and it's like, that's how we keep score every day. That's how I keep score. All the little X's that mark off things. Well, how many X's are there versus how many un X things are? That's the score for the day. So, and so no, that's, how you, exactly that's how you get right progress and action. So I know this is something that a lot of people have mentioned, but in 1979, um, Harvard did a study of uh, their MBA program students. And the question was, um, have you set, clear written goals for your future and made plans to accomplish them though that was the question so yeah. what here's here's the what the study revealed is that three percent of the class had written goals and a plan 13 percent had written goals and 84 percent. now this is the mba program 84 percent had no goals at all now 
10 years, okay? That's cool that we're gonna talk about the bigger future vision. 10 years later, 3% of the individuals with written goals and, and a plan had a higher net worth than 97%, the other 97% combined. In fact, to be exact, the 13% with unwritten goals earned twice as much as the 84% with no goals. Even more incredible, the 3% with written goals and a plan earned 10 times as much as all the others put together. Now, I'm just telling you, audience, if that's not enough to make you figure out how to write goals down and put together a plan, you know, then, then I don't know what is. Harper, what do you think of that? No, I think that, like Nick said earlier, if you don't write the goals down, you kind of are on a, on a ship, but you don't really have anyone really navigating exactly where you're going. You're just kind of out there. You're moving. You feel like you're busy, but busy doesn't necessarily mean productive. That's something I can even get better at. At times, I'll go run errands and drive around, look at some different real estate properties, but I could maybe line them up better or maybe have a trusted individual go out there, document some stuff, share it back with me so then I can sit here and work more and, and build more relationships in that route. But I need to kind of write that down and have my plan of, hey, I want to foster 10 or 15 new quality relationships every couple of months. Well, how can I do that and kind of reverse engineer it and focus on what will get me there and me driving around and necessarily going to do that, right? So that's like an example. Um, but that's and, the, and that's you know that that is a that's a great example. One thing that 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 I'm uh, that makes me think of your comments, Harper, is that we're always improving, right? We're always a work in progress. And um, I have a friend in California that is a super successful author. Um, he's he's retired. Um, business person. Um, I mean, he still does a lot of things with his church and he's like, a, he's an author, um, but he's 88 years old, I believe, or he might be 89 now. And he said, um, I thought when I was 89, I'd have it all figured out. And he said, and I still don't, I'm still growing at 89. Right. And, and I think that I know I'm still growing at 55. I know I'm still trying to get better every day at everything that I'm doing. And um, one of the things that motivates me to get better is my vision of what it's going to look like when I get better. And so let's talk about Dan Sullivan's bigger future. And so if we think of your future in two parts, right? And let's just say that they're in 10 year timeframes, starting from today, you have the setup and then you have the bigger future. The setup all of the things that you're going to do over the next 10 years to set up your bigger future. Now think about that. So it's all the things that you're going to do. I promise you, I can show you a lot of people out there that have created financial independence from nothing to financial independence, financial freedom in 10 years or less. So if that's part of your vision, I promise you this is enough time. Now, by the way, if you're going to do traditional financial planning, 10 years is not enough time to build a, a retirement plan, right? But so imagine these are two boxes. There's a big box on top, and we'll include this in the um, uh, show notes, is there's a box on top that represents your bigger future, which starts 10 years from now, 
And it, and this is where it starts because you're always you always want your ambition where you're growing to to be or towards to be bigger than where your capability is now, right? So if you don't get any better, your capability doesn't get any better, then you can't have a bigger future, right? So your vision of where you want to go is an exciting time and it's something to look forward to. It's something to look forward to whether you're 24 or 44 like Nick or 55 like me is, um, I, I'm, you know, I'm just telling you that I live in Florida. So I, I, there's a lot of old people around, right? Now, when I say old people, I'm not talking about 55 year olds, Harper. I know what you're thinking is I'm talking about like 85 and up, right? Those are old people. And when I'm 85, I'm going to say I'm old, man. Hey, Jim, something that I, I like to say is yeah. whenever someone uses the word old, I say just replace it with wise. With what? With wise. wise. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's old, right. I like old, it. Old is 10 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know where old is because I hope I never really ever feel old. So, but visualizing whatever tool you're going to use, and there's tons of tools out there to visualize a bigger future, right? But I guess the, the question is, is like, is 2021, how are you going to make that your breakaway year? How are you going to break away from the pack, the pack, right? I mean, um, and I saw this quote, I'm not saying it's earth shattering. I just kind of liked it. It said, if you're acting like a sheep, do not blame the shepherd. You cannot herd lions. Wake up and roar, you are free. Like wake up in the morning and go, you know, um, and I, I, I was talking to, um, uh, I, I, I needed to find a new dentist in, in Florida here. And, um, you know, without going into too much detail, because I grew up really poor, I didn't go to the dentist. I still have my wisdom teeth. I didn't go to the dentist till I was an adult. So as you can imagine, my mouth was a mess, Okay. And there's times where that flashes back. So this lady's cleaning my teeth and she's like, man, you've got a lot of dental work, right? You've got implants and you've got this. And why didn't you get your, you know, so I just explained to her, I grew up poor. There was no, nobody that, you know, like, Hey, you need to get your wisdom teeth out. Um, how much is that? No, then, uh, you know, I mean, I didn't even go to the dentist. I didn't know anything that you got your wisdom teeth out. So she said, well, thank God you were born in a country where you had the privilege of raising yourself from nothing. Now think about that. I, you know, that like actually like that really kind of impacted me because there's a lot of countries that I could have been born in that I wouldn't have that opportunity that I didn't get that privilege. And I feel privileged to be able to do that. So I think that when you're creating your vision, you have the privilege in this country to do that. Now, are we financial slaves? That's for a different show. But that doesn't mean that we can't free ourselves. And one of the ways that we free ourselves is one of the things that we do at Create Tailwind is show people infinite banking and how to take the infinite or take the banking function in your life back to the you and me level. And yeah. if you want to create some of the things that we're talking about, these visions, what are you going to do today to start? Right. And um, um, any comments to that, Nick? No. Hey, here's the thing. 
if you're already a client with us, reach out to one of us, Harper, myself, uh, Jim, Bob, Tanner, and, you know, reach out to your, to your uh, primary contact and we'll get you this copy of this goal setting, entrepreneurial goal setting uh, sheet that, that we've done ourselves. If, um, and, and all the hat tip to Dan Sullivan for putting that together, because what he and his team do at strategic coaches is nothing short of remarkable. If you're already not in our, in our system here, uh, just go to the website, createtailwind.com. There's a big blue button up in the top right-hand side, say, contact us. Um, give us your information. We'd be happy to send you a copy of this and, and, uh, it's our gift to you for listening to the podcast today. And if you want to talk about how, to, how are you going to break away, take one step in your financial future, whether you're, whether you're new to this or you're, you're looking to, uh, expand, expand, uh, what you're already doing with this, um, and, and take, let help us be a part of you accomplishing these 2021 goals that you've set for yourself. Uh, that would really be an honor for us. So, uh, thank you for listening. Absolutely. Thank you, Nick. That was great. Harper, anything to share? I just say, I think Nick said it all right there. Yeah. Just reach out. If you're already working with us, always want to hear from you, talk further, kind of see what your goals are in your life and in your career, you know, personal and, and otherwise. And yeah, if you're interested in, you know, taking the next step, learning more about, you know, IBC and how you can um, use it as a place to, to break away, break away and, and uh, whatnot, you know, we're here to educate, not sell, you know, happy to just talk and share and, of course, offer is always on the table to get a copy of Becoming Your Own Banker by Nelson Nash uh, for free. Just just reach out via email, uh, go on our website and just just let us know. Yeah, you know what? We love our clients, man. We we I love the stories and I love the growth and the freedom and these people that are making visions happen. And we have hundreds of stories and examples of that. And we would love for you to be part of it and just to, to get to know more. But I, I want to uh, wrap us up with something that it's 2021, right? And there's another thing that people say that it takes 21 days to form a habit, right? And I think it takes 21 days. I think that's really about 90 days, by the way, to like in, a habit to really be just inbred in you and be a way of life. But it takes 21 days to create a focus, right? And so one of the things that we're doing um, with the help of the Church of the Highlands in Birmingham, Alabama, is we're doing a 21-day prayer and fast. Okay, now, before you guys get worried that I'm going to get under, you know, 200 pounds or anything, is the fast, there's a few different kinds, right? <laughs> the first option was liquids only for 21 days. I said, um, What's the next option? <laughs> um, so the next option was intermittent fasting, right? So no food between 8 p.m. and 1 p.m. Now I said, what's the next option? Now, but yeah, I'll, I'll tell the story the way that it happened is then they said, well, you could do, you could just give up something, right? Okay, like I could give up Snicker bars or something, right? Kind of like Lent, right? With, uh, with, with Catholics, right? So, or you could just... Uh, what was the last one? You were just going to work on something or give up something else. Basically mail it in. And you're kind of, yeah, kind of mailing it in. Right. So Justin Kraft, our good friend and Nick Costco, our, our good friend um, says, you know, no, 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 Jim, we got to at least do the eight to one. So I reluctantly typed before I could really think about it. I'm in. Okay. Now we're, how many days are we in? So it seems like 20, three. 20, three. Okay. Three days in. And, uh, and it's going well. 
And I, I've been good. My wife said, well, you could have just a handful of nuts. And I said, no, nothing, right? I mean, water and coffee. I would not have done it if I couldn't have my coffee. That, that, but, was, a te- that was a direct question from you. Can I have coffee? I said, Can yes. I have coffee? I just, before I commit, I need one answer, okay? <laughs> so uh, um, that 21 days. Now in our, you know, 21 days of prayer, I'm just telling you that that that's good for anybody in the audience. And we're not, I mean, that's our belief system. If it's not yours, then, then, then 21 days of reading, right? 21 days, but it gets your focus ready for the year and 21 days of, and and by the way, this church of the Highlands, they have a prayer service every morning at 7 a.m. Eastern they're there at 6 a.m. because it's central time in Birmingham, Alabama. And you can stream it, right? And you can, and it's it's great material. But, um, and I'd highly recommend it. But the concept of starting your year with 21 days of focusing on something. And by the way, if this podcast comes out and it's the 10th or it's the 12th or whatever it is, it's start then, Right. I remember, and I'll wrap us up with this last, I said I was wrapping us up with this, but I remember Nelson, there was a practitioner from Kansas and he said, and he, and he, he was confessing to Nelson Nash, Nelson, I haven't been paying back my loans. And you know, I've just, I've gotten busy and I've been borrowing and borrowing and borrowing. I haven't been paying them back and I, I'm not being honest banker and everything else. And you know what Nelson said to him? Start. Start. So it doesn't matter if you start February 1st, right? 21 days in 2021 to get my focus on the things that I'm in, that I'm that I find are important to laying the groundwork for my vision. Your vision is only limited by your belief in yourself, your confidence and your imagination. So, and remember if you don't have a plan, you don't have a vision. You don't have a you don't have it. Okay, we can help you with that. Like Nick said, we'll send that to you. Like Harper said, we'll send you the book. We are here to serve you. We want you to succeed and beyond your wildest imagination. So thank you, Harper. Thank you, Nick. I'm Jim Oliver. If you don't break away, you're part of the herd. Want to become your own banker and build wealth on your own terms? We'd love to help. Go to createtailwind.com to learn more and schedule a complimentary consultation.